We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today, I want to introduce you to Malia. Malia is an awesome Alaskan adventure woman here, and she has been hosting us also at uh, the Denali Overlook Inn, where we are currently based and enjoying uh, an incredible view of this Denali mountain range as well. So I just want to say thanks for joining me and being here, Malia. You're welcome. Happy to have you. <laughs> Good to be here. Um, so um, we're just going to go through a bunch of questions. They're all kind of guided at an uh, aimed at getting to know you, your perspective, things you've experienced in life, and just how you see the world. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no wrong answer, so just feel free to just share whatever comes to your mind and uh, whatever you're feeling like you'd like others to know about you. So we'll just jump right in whenever you're ready. Okay. Here, uh, The first one is, uh, how would you define yourself or who would you define yourself as? Oh, that's a big question. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's a big question. Um, I guess um, on the surface, uh, somebody who likes to be outdoors. Um, I thoroughly enjoy nature, dogs, kids, people, human interactions, um, and learning as I go. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. I've definitely seen you as somebody who's very welcoming, a warm host, and Thank just you. Really, really does enjoy people, and, and you share that well, and you share your time well with those that are Thank around you. you. Um, the next one's a little easier. What is your favorite food? Oh, that's a big one, too. I love <laughs> all foods. Um, oysters. Oysters, yeah. okay. Do you get them fresh, often? Okay. Yeah, fresh oysters from Ketchumak Bay. Okay, so nearby you in can Homer, get them. In Homer, Alaska, okay. yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. And do they, you, oh, go ahead. Oh, they just, they make me feel alive. It's, like <laughs> it's a good thing. Fate makes you feel good when you eat them. That's, that's a great way to enjoy your food for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. And you cook them yourself or do you? I eat them raw. Eat them raw. With okay. salt and lemon. Okay. Sometimes hot sauce. Nice. My friend Kate puts them on the barbecue. This is really good too. She mixes Frank's Red Hot mm -hmm. sauce with butter, mm -hmm. and then she puts a little dollop of that on the oyster on top of mm -hmm. an open fire. And as soon as the butter has melted, that's, they're done. That's pretty amazing. That sounds too. really good. Yeah. I might have to try that. The next one is: Are you reading anything right now? I not currently. Um, I have yet to start it, um, but I did just finish um, four books. <laughs> but my favorite one out of the four was A Woman is No Man. Hmm. I don't remember the author. Okay. But it's a, a multi-generational uh, story about women from Palestine, and it focuses hmm. a lot on um, arranged marriage and family secrets and Sounds like something I need to add to my reading list. Yeah, it's really good. Mm. What would you say is your greatest fear? Regret, living in regret. Mm. I've thought about that a lot. I don't mm. mind if I uh, 
I'm not scared of death, but I am scared of suffering while I'm alive or not mm -hmm. living to the fullest when I'm mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Definitely. What would you say you value the most? Friendships, connections, human connections, animals too. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, we have Freya here with us, which is your beautiful, I'm not sure what kind of dog this is. She's actually. half Shiba Inu, half Husky. Okay, but she is a beautiful white fur and uh, she kind of goes with you everywhere you live life. Yeah, she, her and I are Joined. pretty much never apart. So <laughs> She's very chill and super cool. When was the last time you felt joy? Uh, last night. Yeah? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I felt joy when we were on our walk this morning yeah. and I looked up at all the trees and it was bright yellow and waking up to the Alaska range and Denali, like completely clear bluebird sky. Hmm. But last night was really special. It hmm. was, it's really special to me to have um, connect my family with my life up here because sometimes living in Alaska so far away from people, it gets, uh, you just explaining to somebody what you're doing or what your life is like is totally different than being able to show them. And it's a reminder to me having family here and friends and new friends mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, seeing everybody interact with each other is, it just really instills that um, I really love my life and mm -hmm. I feel very fortunate and it's, it's really neat to be able to share that. Mm. You have a really cool um, life here. <laughs> Good people. Yeah, definitely. When would you say the last time was that you were afraid and why? Mm. Trying to think. Um, uh, surface level fear. <laughs> uh, my heart started pounding really hard when the dogs were fighting yesterday. Mm. That always really gets me. Um, <laughs> really deep fear, uh, which I'm getting better at uh, moving past, but just thoughts of future and like mm. what actions I'm taking today towards my future and if it's the right thing. Um, you know, am I doing the right things? Am I, you know, uh, being productive with my thoughts to get me to my next step? Mm -hmm. um, also, though, I try to really reject that fear because a lot of it, as long as I'm doing the things that I value and doing good, I think that it kind of just falls into place anyways, and that fear seems very unnecessary. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying, especially with COVID, uh, I lost so I lost three jobs mm. and usually financial fear is one that really gets to me um, and I just decided like after the first job uh, that was because the company pulled everything back and like mm. downsized so it wasn't anything that I did right. and then the other one it was because of COVID mm -hmm. and then I found myself in a dream position mm -hmm. here doing what I love that doesn't feel like work. Um, but that first job, I, I rejected the fear part. I was like, it will be okay. It always is. And I all worked up and then 
it's fine. Hmm. And maybe even better if I just allow myself to step back and see what I'm fortunate, um, uh, where I'm fortunate in life. And um, yeah. Hmm. I found you to be a very self-aware and like, uh, I don't know if introspective is the word, but like very aware of like how you view things and how you think. And I think it makes a giant difference. Yeah. The way that you, yeah. And also when you're talking to somebody about it or yeah, just the perspective that you share. One of my favorite uh, sayings is before you speak, is it true? Is it necessary? Mm. That's a huge one. And <laughs> is it kind? Mm. Um, and I kind of replace is it kind because sometimes things that you say, it's the perception of the other person. It's yeah. not, I mean, I guess when you say it. Mm -hmm. But uh, I kind of like, to change that with, um, does, you know, like, does it come with good intentions yeah. on your end? Oh, but that also uh, applies to the things that you say to yourself in your head, not just the things outside. <laughs> is it necessary? Is it true? Is it kind? Mm. And so, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? A lot of moments, <laughs> yes. Um, one that pops into my head uh, as like a pivotal moment in my life was a breakup that mm. was very difficult for me to get through. And um, I was very sad and self-destructive for about a year. Mm. And um, I came out of that experience. I'm very good friends with the person. We were texting each other pictures, uh, you know, yesterday. I'm really good friends with him now, and I've learned through that experience that uh, you can love things and, you know, or that was the biggest heartbreak of my life, but it doesn't mean that we needed to be together. Hmm. And that, uh, but that was just a moment in my life that, yeah, yeah, no, that's that cool. changed things. Or, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's personal for sure. What is something you think we have in common? You and I. Mm -hmm. um, our interest in human, hmm. uh, humans. <laughs> human, the human <laughs> And species. thinking, and also you seem to be uh, a very caring person that has mm. the ability to just kind of jump into action when you are explaining your family structure mm. and uh, that you just you did something that you didn't really have to think very much about it you just mm. did it because it felt right and that's yeah it's very much you yeah yeah I do the same yeah yeah no I've seen that yeah. very much so. like kind of a more intuitive way of going mm. about life rather than that's cool yeah that's cool planning at all. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's cool to share that with you. What is something you're looking forward to? Winter, snow. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to snow and being able to ski and fat bike in the... And yeah. you said looking forward to winter. We are in Alaska. Winter lasts about... Nine months. Yeah. <laughs> it's a full yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. cool. It'll last until March and... Everything slows down. It gets quiet. There are less tourists. No bugs. The mm. bears are asleep. That part sounds great. Yeah. 
And you kind of, in Alaska, it's just a chance to reconnect with your friends because mm -hmm. during the summertime, whether they're working or adventuring, um, everybody, it's kind of manic is how I describe it. It's like the mm -hmm. word that sums up summer for me. Because mm -hmm. summers can be really rainy. And mm -hmm. so every beautiful day, everyone's like, we got to go now. Uh -huh. Go, go, go. And like not a lot of sleep. And, you know, everybody's trying to harvest all of their their fish and their um, just do all of the things with the very short growing season that we have. And yeah, it drives me crazy. So I love <laughs> right now it's colorful and everybody's slowing down and we all have time to hang out and yeah. visit with each other. And it's, That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. What is something <laughs> you're w you wish was over already? Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> oh, COVID. <laughs> Duh. It's funny. That's like the big one. We're all like, yeah, we're done. No, you're good. I, uh, the bickering, of, like mm. all of the political bickering, which I know there is always a little, yeah. to a little bit of that, but it's just, it got, it's very messy right now. I'm excited for that messy um, activism or you know like mm -hmm. you know like protests they're very necessary but mm -hmm. it's like the beginning of a of a thought being completed or a, mm. a it's the beginning of the progress like people get angry but yeah I'm looking forward to like when we can actually write policies and discuss change. and yeah. change and see the change mm. um, in a few different things um, that would be nice because right now it feels like there's just a bunch of toddlers throwing tantrums and they're not making any sense and they need a nap and a cuddle. <laughs> Put them all down. Have a glass of milk and go yeah. to sleep. <laughs> oh my God. A good way to solve some problems hug. right now. Yeah. A hug, a hug and a nap. Oh, yes. Malia, thank you. It's a nice little reset button. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> What would you say makes you feel known and valued? Um, I really, I enjoy verbal um, affirmations mm. or, yeah, compliments um, that are genuine. And yeah. actually, it's kind of funny. I've been thinking about this a lot because my friend asked me what my love language was, mm. like how I received love because I'm always doing things for other people. And uh, she said it was really difficult for her to do things, for, find things that she could do for me. Mm. And um, it, was, it sounds so uh, shallow when I say it out loud, but if I knew that she was talking highly of me to somebody mm. else, like that makes me feel really good. Mm. And that's probably just like feeding the ego kind of a thing too. But when, yeah, mm. I think that that's, uh, it's something just that acknowledge. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's not, I, I think, yeah, I don't know. I feel like in your case, it doesn't, you're not a, a um, someone who needs attention on you or seems to have I a big ego. Yeah. So I would say. I like, actually feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. But I think there is definitely something in knowing that people um, are seeing the love you have for them yeah. and accepting that and that yeah. that's what's being spoken of you yeah. and over you. I think that yeah. That seems like where you're, yeah. 
Yeah. That's really cool. And I think I do, um, I think about all kinds of, I just get a little bit too deep in my head, but I do think <laughs> uh, my family, my mom and my dad, they're, they were very big in uh, not feeding the ego. Mm. And so saying, I'm proud of you, it was not something that uh, they saw as something that I needed. Mm. So I think that I did need that and mm. I craved that. And mm. so I do see where that kind of applies. Mm. Something that I wanted to hear as a child, but now um, as an adult, I can actually ask for that. Mm. Yeah. So. It's a very healthy perspective and like understanding of what so you've experienced. It's, a, it's yeah. good to know those things about yourself and where they came from, I think. Mm -hmm. It's very been very beneficial for me, any little tidbit like that. <laughs> <laughs> where do you call home and what makes it home? Alaska. Mm -hmm. Um, and my community of people. Mm. I've been, we have a really strong, resilient um, community of people here, and I love being surrounded by, by them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it seems very yeah. cool, like, yeah, and even just getting to meet some of those people that are near and dear to you last night. Yeah. There's some really special human beings yeah. here. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. What is something you wish you didn't struggle with? Hmm. Hmm. I think, uh, well, I think getting a little bit older, I just hmm. turned 45 in April, um, physical, hmm. uh, physical things. Like I'm starting to notice a little bit more, like I can't run as far as I used to or you know, if my knee or my ankle's clicking or my back mm. goes out or something, that is uh, mm. a physical, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. I can understand that. That's a, that's a tough one. Like, I, I enjoy actually the mental challenges and that mm -hmm. sort of thing. But, yeah, the physical is, is hard to swallow. Yeah. It's very much out of our control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. For the most part, yeah. What is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore? Uh, education. Hmm. I was a very, um, I guess not very, but I was 30. Hmm. I dropped out of high school when I was hmm. a junior. Hmm. And um, my parents are not very... Uh, focused on intellect or education. Mm -hmm. It's not something that they value or push or support uh, you, me to do. Um, it's not that they're anti, but it yeah. just wasn't... Uh, In the forefront. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I didn't really have anybody to be disappointed in that decision. <laughs> you know, my dad was just like, oh, whatever, you know. Life is the true school. But uh, I'm was lucky enough to surround myself with some people. I never saw myself as an intellectual person or somebody who had education in her future. Hmm. And um, so I met some people who are highly intellectual <laughs> people and they, specifically the wife, it was, it's a couple, uh, she said, you know, you're, 
really smart and I think that you would benefit from some education hmm. and you can do that and it will be so when I was 30 I did my I got my GED and then I started at uh, University of Anchorage Alaska and I rocked it. I got straight A's and I really, really, really enjoyed it. And I hope that I'm not done with school hmm. and, you know, learning. Uh, it For me, it wasn't really like learning a lot of facts. It was more taking all of these classes. And I took everything from like a Spanish class to anthropology, political science, Alaska Native studies, Alaska Native corporations. Hmm. Um, a lot of psychology classes and uh, it just I I really like for the first time I understood why things worked the way that they did mm. like the world like government human interaction like mm -hmm. interpersonal relationship mm -hmm. uh, all of the yeah yeah information and, is a lot of power in there yeah. yeah it was really empowering and and that was yeah a big pivotal moment in my life too that's so, cool to realize that that's really neat. Yeah. What is something you feel confident helping someone else through or with? Um, I, relationships mm -hmm. are, have been something that I think I don't necessarily enjoy it, <laughs> <laughs> depending on what's going on in my life or if every, it's, Sometimes everybody seems to be going through yeah. <laughs> the same, uh, but that has been something that, it, for some reason, I don't. My friends tend to ask me or you know what lean on me yeah. pretty heavily during that. Mm -hmm. I think be also because I, I had, uh, had a lot of very meaningful long-term relationships in my life, but mm -hmm. I'm 45 and I am single, mm -hmm. and. Uh, I'm okay with that. I'm very content. Like, I honestly don't know if I would be able to fit somebody into my life that I've created. Hmm. Like, there would be a lot of things that I would have to give up that I'm not <laughs> sure that I, I would be willing to. Hmm. So I think because I've had that experience, and I'm open to talking about it because I don't think that life needs to look a certain way or your yeah. family structure doesn't. I mean, obviously my family is very colorful um, and all sprawled out and split up and put back together. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, relationship. When you say, for sure. yeah, that's, that's really, it's a really confident and a really cool perspective to basically know yourself and be, be comfortable with yourself enough to to be there to, to yeah. guide someone else through that. Yeah. When you say your family's colorful, what uh, what brings that word to mind? Um, just the fact that like my my mom and my dad, I don't re I've never seen them. I mean, beside from when I was an infant, but I've never I don't I've never I have no memory of them ever being in the same room together. Oh wow. So my mom and my mom's only child. Mm -hmm. She married my stepdad when I was five, mm -hmm. and he had already had four children with two different women before. Mm -hmm. So I had um, older siblings. So I'm not close with them. Uh, my sister, she, I, I do, gosh, she was, I think she's 10 years older than I am. Okay. So she didn't, you know, she was a teenager when I came into her life, and so uh, she didn't 
we weren't close at we're, we're working on yeah. on that now but then my dad went on to have four including myself four children with four different women and every woman that he was with or had a baby with either they had kids before or they had after and so we kind of like they're hippies so <laughs> uh like I was raised with my dad and my stepmom the one that he was with for the longest uh we went to rainbow gatherings and Grateful Dead shows and Renaissance <laughs> fairs. And like, honestly, like my idea of how to rebel against that side of my family was to be as normal as possible. <laughs> um, but we have just like, there are a lot of siblings. When my stepmother, I can't remember really how long she was my stepmom, maybe 10 years of my okay. life or so. Uh, when she got married for the first time, she has three girls too and they're all with different men when she got married to her now husband who she has no children with her exes came to the wedding and uh she called they're the, they're the husbands <laughs> that's <laughs> so a fun term here everybody's really friendly still and it's i think that's where the confidence comes oh, in is that mm -hmm. it doesn't have to look the way that society, the mainstream yeah. society says it looks like. Yeah. And I used to feel a lot of shame and embarrassment mm -hmm. by what my family looked like. But now, and also being in this position at the end where I'm talking to people, they want to know where I came from. And I just share a tiny little snippet and they're like, whoa, that's really interesting. Yeah. And, and it is, and I feel like if there is somebody out there that's feeling shame or embarrassment for what your family structure looks like, or you, uh, that it's really helpful for them to hear somebody talk about it mm -hmm. in a way that you can kind of laugh about, you know, because yeah. you really didn't have any control picking those people. No, so, yeah, your family is. You just have to laugh yeah. at it. <laughs> yeah, you are who you control. And, mm -hmm. and luckily, yeah. luckily, you know, for the most part, everybody is really loving. I know that mm -hmm. it doesn't always look like that. Yeah. So. Hmm. For sure. That's mm -hmm. cool. Thanks for sharing. So if you were to have $10,000 and two weeks to spend it, what are you going to do? Ooh. $10,000 isn't very much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we give you a million, then we just yeah. get lofty. <laughs> uh, hmm. I might go on a road trip. I do like road tripping, because then I can bring my dog. Mm -hmm. I have wanted to go down, uh, drive down the Alcan, which is an amazing drive. I've done it twice. Mm. Um, and go into Seattle and look for my Sprinter van and drive it back up. <laughs> Tra leave my other car down there and drive a Sprinter van back up. And that would be cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get to renovating it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fun. What is something, if anything, you wish you could say to somebody you love, but you don't feel like they would um, be able to hear it or accept mm. that? That's a tough one because I don't feel like I have those, um, what would the word be, like, hang up or mm -hmm. limitation. And uh, I think, I mean, there's, like, little things if I see a friend 
you know, experiencing anxiety about something. I have a friend who I can just see it in her every once in a while. She's nervous about certain things. And I wish that I could acknowledge that I see that and try to help. But that could also just be me projecting or my <laughs> perception. So you have to tread lightly with yeah. those sorts of things. Um, but for the most part, I am fortunate enough to have family and friends that value honesty and openness. And so like I've said some things to my parents of like that I didn't appreciate growing up and um, you know, their whole philosophy, they're just like, thanks. Thank you for sharing. I'm sorry that that was your experience. They don't Mm. take responsibility for me being upset about it or really it even happening, but they acknowledge and then, so I have, yeah, yeah, I, and that's something I feel really fortunate for. I yeah, can that is very unique. I don't think have to talk often. We, most of us have that ability or yeah. to, to know that people will at least accept your Well, here. without like hurting feelings. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think like my friends that were here last night, uh, I'm, as you can tell by, by, you know, two of them, I, I value and surround myself with very like straightforward people because <laughs> there's nothing worse than wondering what somebody's thinking. I'd rather just say it and get over, <laughs> you know, it Fair does dri- it drives me crazy the way that people choose to say things sometimes, but, <laughs> but the delivery is not always great. It's but not. <laughs> yeah. But you can work on that. Yeah, you know? that's true. But so you might not have anything then, um, but would there be anything that would be hard for you to hear that's true about yourself from somebody you love. Oh, for sure. Anything that I, uh, something that was really hard for me to hear um, a very long time ago, I think I was 20 or 21, and um, a friend told me that I was really like one of the most selfish people, self-centered, um, and I was. At that time, I was very self-involved, self-interested, like anything that was happening to me. And I, uh, but I didn't feel like that wasn't my intention. Right. And so really, really hurt. Uh, We didn't speak. I then moved to Alaska and lost touch. A few years after being up here, I had, I keep going back to it, obviously, like it's been a really long time, but a few years later, I went down to the town that I moved from and I ran into her and she still wouldn't talk to me. She like put her, but what I wanted to say to her was, thank you for being so brave Mm. to say that to me and to risk our friendship to say that to me because continues to be one of the most meaningful because it really did hurt but it was true and that's usually what hurts the most right Hmm. um I do know I think that she's on Facebook and I thought about messaging her but also I just I would love for her to know that you know putting herself out there and being you know I thought she was being really lame (laughs) But, (laughs) but uh and mean but it it definitely uh, was necessary for me mm. to hear that. So that's awesome. I think that's something that we yeah. There's 
people that change us sometimes we don't always get the those little tiny experiences mm -hmm. that was like a five minute argument and mm -hmm. then yeah and it sticks yeah yeah mm -hmm. those those are the good ones that's cool, <laughs> that's cool. Mm -hmm. you mentioned a sentiment earlier that you appreciated but do you have a favorite quote that you know um, I don't think so. I mean, that's the mm -hmm. one that I yeah. would say before you speak, is it true, is it necessary, is it kind? And I don't know who that came from. Mm -hmm. Moms everywhere, somewhere, probably. Yeah, I did, there was some, <laughs> there was an author, like it was, but I don't remember yeah. where, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, it's funny, the little things on the back of tea, mm. tea bags, yeah. and sometimes um, I do, like, I am attracted to, like, a lot of uh, quotes from songs, like, mm. um, there's one, it's like an old uh, bluegrass, uh, Keep on the Sunny Side, I really <laughs> like that, and... Uh, Love is the ultimate outlaw in life. I really like that one too. Hmm, that's cool. But, yeah. yeah, there's some, there's some, definitely some lyrics and songs. That, that yeah, I, yeah. Those people, uh, songwriters, and they they share words in a way that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really unique. And yeah, connects. Yeah. What would you say makes you feel at peace? Mm, lots of sleep. <laughs> Do you get that often? I do. I I used to feel really guilty about mm. sleeping. I felt like I was being lazy or unproductive. Um, mm. And then I learned that I always was jealous of the people who could, they were just shameless sleepers, like <laughs> I can nap or fall asleep wherever. I was always really jealous of that, just like they didn't care, they weren't embarrassed. And now I'm I'm trying to embrace that. That's cool. Sleep makes me a better person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I can share in that sentiment yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there is a difference between like rest and laziness and like you work very hard mm -hmm. and you give a lot of yourself too. Mm -hmm. So sleep and rest is, is earned. Yeah. It's not avoidance. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Does your life feel steady or uncertain right now? I feel pretty steady. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel some uncertainties, like looking far into the future, but if I'm just practice that be here now kind of mentality, I feel very steady. Hmm. Um, and not knowing what's far in the future is something that uh, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen anyway. So that's kind of what I... I'm not looking super far ahead of the mm -hmm. game because I know that if I have an expectation or an idea of how it's going to work out, it's not going to be that way. So <laughs> <There's> <laughs> I like to remain very fluid mm. and flexible. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so as a woman, would you say there's anything you would like the opposite sex to know, whether it's like about them, about women, about how they see the world, how hmm. you see the world, um, that they would take that advice and, and absorb it? I think right now in this climate that it would be helpful 
for people to listen, and I mean like, or men to listen, and I mean listen, like really listen, like not the listening to react to something. Like we don't need a response, just hear this, acknowledge that you heard it and sit with it. As I had a discussion with a friend of mine, he, he and another friend were talking about women's rights and politics and you know there's they were having this conversation between the two of them they're very privileged white males came from a lot of money and a a lot of education and they were sitting here having like our like I felt like it was my conversation to have and they were having it for us Hmm. you know and I told him later I said you you two can't have that conversation anymore and and I can't listen to you having that conversation anymore you take over the whole room and not one woman wants to like get into that conversation with you and I think it's wrong I think it's just annoying (laughs) and he was super frustrated and he said I'm just I'm trying to help I'm trying that was his way of being supportive and that it occurred to me that uh it was, and I felt bad because he is a privileged. He's an attractive white male with a lot of money, and he was kind of feeling under attack too mm. because it didn't mean that he didn't care about mm. certain things. And so he's like, well, what do, what do we do then? You know, like, you're annoyed. I'm, uh, And I was like, you know, I don't think that there's an answer. I don't think that there's a solution to anything that you were even talking about in the first place. But I think listening, just listen, absorb the information. Hmm. And we'll, we'll work on a dialogue. The dialogue will come, but it doesn't exist yet. Hmm. We don't really have that for a lot of things right now. But hmm. I think a lot more listening and not focusing on your argument. No, I think that's listening is always very helpful advice and, and really getting it, like yeah. really hearing the person. Mm. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't understand, like putting yourself, like you can't em- empathize with that. Yeah. Um, in fact, I find that extremely annoying <laughs> when <laughs> empathy isn't necessarily a super helpful, productive uh, emotion. Motion. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes people want to just share and be thank, like, be appreciated for sharing. But if you really are like trying or pretending to know where that person is coming from or what that experience felt like, I think it takes a lot of your thoughts away from just really hearing them. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to. I mean, it's good in some ways to kind of, you know, focus your direction in that person's, uh, focus your attention in that person's direction, but it's not, um, I don't think productive if you're trying to listen or under, like fully understand. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, maybe in that vein, what would you say makes you feel heard? I think verbal confirmation, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. thank you and uh, yeah, and also what was it? It's like um, 
somebody who understands my intentions uh, truly, like enough to give some forgiveness for if I flounder when I'm saying something, but they understand where I'm coming from. So they, it's not, uh, you should have that with all of your close friends, that mm -hmm. forgiveness and that understanding that you are mm -hmm. coming from a place of true and good intentions and not, um, you know, personal offenses being taken all over the place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, but again, that comes from a healthy perspective of, you know, your own confidence as mm -hmm. well. Yeah, to be able to take that and to be able to hear that. Yeah. So if you had uh, 10,000 people in front of you, what advice would you want to share with them or what would you want them to know? Oh my goodness. Hmm. Probably uh, <laughs> something with communication. <laughs> yeah. Writing, hmm. um, the texting and the emails and all of that. Um, taking Since we do it so much these days, I feel like we kind of forget. If I could reach that many people, <laughs> just remind them that... Hmm. Uh, those can be mis very misunderstood. So if you are writing or communicating with somebody in writing that you don't know very well to use a full sentence, be kind, <laughs> you know, uh, mm -hmm. because I think we're so dependent. I mean, I text client, I text incoming guests. So I have a lot of communications in written form mm. and I find that people are really lazy with their communications and it can be taken as very, it just sets the tone. Yeah, rude and abrupt or whatever, yeah. Yeah, and, and they don't mean it, but yeah, yeah just yeah. to take time. Since we do mm. use it as a, you know. Very steady form of communication. Yeah, yeah. 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 So slow down, take your yeah, time. Yeah, slow down and be yeah. just a little bit more um, conscious of what mm. you are putting and in, interjecting into the mm. situation. Mm-hmm. I think that's some very sound advice and something that like maybe isn't thought of. There's, a, there's often times that we can think of a problem, but you're presenting a very clear mm. solution to mm. something um, to slow down, to think of those words, maybe to spend an extra 30 seconds and yeah. reread that text before yeah. you send it or whatever. Yeah. And that's in, um, yeah, that's just in communicating with people too, mm -hmm. just think about it a little bit more <laughs> for sure yeah. what is something you wish people knew about your culture mm, like Alaskan culture I However, guess would yeah. be yeah um, I don't know being able to share like a share a walk was mm. really nice this morning um, it's nice to take people out and share a little bit of nature mm. um, being more, being comfortable outdoors, mm -hmm. like the fire, you know, <laughs> standing around the fire. Uh, yeah, just, I heard the other day, uh, was a story on our, um, like NPR or something in it, uh, was this woman talking about uh, 
being outside uh, for two hours or more every day is rare Hmm. um, and very beneficial, like your health, your mental, your mental health, your physical health. And she was talking about people that live in like New York City and don't like they might not see a tree oh my gosh yeah. in a day hmm. and that the that seeing something like that like a a tree like a simple like a little whatever in the sidewalk <laughs> um can actually like it does things to your chemical hmm. balance in your brain like it actually can make you like a happier person just to lay your eyes on something hmm. in nature and that a lot of people uh in the world don't get to do that hmm. yeah that is definitely something you guys here really get to fully embrace it's really and in in there mm-hmm. <laughs> and mary's uh one of my friend's sons he brought up that he apparently his dad was listening to that story too because mm-hmm. he said he heard me talking to mom about it and he's uh he's eight and he's like i heard that too and then i was thinking like all of our walks that we do, like that probably helps us. And we were like, duh, that's why we make you do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're doing that. For but me. it is, it's super, it's, yeah, I think something that's just very normal and almost sometimes mundane and boring. Mm. But that's something that I do like to share with people. Mm. Also because it's a reminder, another reminder to myself of how fortunate mm. I am to have that in my daily regime. Mm. What is something you are not proud of about your culture? Mm. Something that's really been bothering me lately is uh, drinking Hmm. um, and how it is advertised. Hmm. Um, I have a lot of friends who have decided to not you know, to stop drinking for one reason or another, whether it's health or just to not drink and watching how difficult that has been and how much, um, like on, uh, like for one example is like something you'll see on Instagram is like, this is a mom's wine glass, you know, and it's the wine glass mm-hmm. with the bottle below it mm-hmm. and how it's just so highly encouraged like that you need something like that to slow down or the whole idea that you can't go to a bar and order a non-alcoholic drink without like 20 people that's like the best way to get somebody to buy you a drink because they (laughs) want you to be (laughs) Hmm. Um, and just that our culture seems to really Hmm. show it, it it's like or you say I'm not drinking and it's like, well, why are you pregnant? Uh, what are you okay? Uh, and I, I love, I love to have my glass of wine, but I really don't like that, um, that psychological. It's kind of warfare on some people. <laughs> that expectation that you have to, and that it has to be a big deal. Hmm. People should just be able to not and not drink, and it, it shouldn't. Shouldn't even think about it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life? Mm. I don't know that I could really define my purpose. 
except for just to live. <laughs> You're doing that very fully here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think life is, such, I mean, yeah, it's a very, uh, there are a lot of different facets and um, moments when you really, really think about life, like when you're laying on the, at the lake, looking <laughs> at the stars about and thinking about how small you are. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, mm. that's, uh, I guess the purpose of life would be to be remind, to remind yourself of that often, that you are really small <laughs> <laughs> and that mm. it's not to be taken so seriously that mm. you're not enjoying it a little bit too and laugh at yourself yeah it's healthy yeah it's good for us yeah yeah um i'm not sure the answer to this but do you have any tattoos and if you do mm-hmm. do you have a favorite then i have one tattoo okay i got a tramp stamp before <laughs> it was a tramp stamp my friend in southern oregon was st- uh, training to be a tattoo artist okay and uh, so he was doing really inexpensive tattoos. Mm. And I um, designed it. And it's basically like a very, I'm an Aries. Mm-hmm. It's a very loose, uh, like Aries symbol, which is kind of like the ram. Um, and then there's like this goddess that's, I think it's an African goddess, but it's really a beautiful shape, which that's is what cool. I yeah. was attracted to. Um, it's just a silver necklace that I used to wear and it's just this very simple, um, simple lines, um, shape. It's not like the big goddess, you know, the pewter, (laughs) but, um, and it was just very elegant and I really liked the shape of it. And so I got the tattoo and I was wearing the necklace somewhere and this woman stopped me and she knew all about which I don't really get into that so much but she knew all about this goddess and what Mm. she stood for and um, she wrote it down for me because I had no idea I just thought it was a cool design and um, it was very it very much spoke to me I can't remember exactly I have it somewhere Mm -hmm. in my little knickknacks but um, Mm. it the the meaning or what she stood for was very Mm spoke to me and I thought that that was pretty neat that I had it tattooed on my body already. (laughs) Yeah, no, that is neat. And yeah, that's a cultural term, uh, a tramp stamp that uh, we can rewrite. Yeah. uh, Yeah, Yeah. it's a tattoo you like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. No, it's good. Yeah. That's cool. No, thanks for sharing that. (laughs) So what, if any, what are three talents you wish you had? Mmm. Hmm. Oh, I really, this sounds, this is very odd, but Mm -hmm. um, I've actually always wanted to learn how to be a coder, like to write Mm. code. That's cool. (laughs) That's neat. Uh, Because I think that, yeah, it would just probably, I think that people who can do that are on the, they've like reached another level. (laughs) Of brain ability. Yeah. I won't ever yeah. be on that level. I don't know that I'll ever be able to do it, but sometimes I've had to play around with it within, mm. in certain jobs, and, okay. like, if I get something, I'm so excited. So yeah, that's, that's something cool. that I okay. would like to 
maybe explore learning. Um, I wish I was a better read. Like, I wish I had an easier time reading. Hmm. It really, uh, I can do it, um, but I, um, I really have to force myself to start. Mm-hmm. And I get distracted really easily. <laughs> um, mm. Maybe like be a better downhill skier. <laughs> you have opportunity for but, that. Here, yeah, yeah, I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. You said you do a lot of cross country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there are hills, but yeah. yeah, yeah, to be able to go like up up a mountain. I tried it, and I just hurt myself, so I don't <laughs> do it anymore. I fall a lot. You've got some serious mountains here, though. But, so I feel yeah, like yeah, that would be a nice talent to have because mm-hmm. it would open my activities Hmm. uh, with friends up a lot more Hmm. what is something you've accomplished that you're proud of Hmm. I ran a daycare for 10 years Hmm. and um, which kind of started accidentally you know I just was babysitting some kids and then I um, went through a lot of ups and downs and ran a really successful daycare and um, one of the results of this daycare is a community of families who have raised their kids around each other and they are really dear friends and have been able to raise some really brilliant humans and um, I feel really proud of my uh, involvement in bringing them Mm -hmm. all together Mm -hmm. and uh, actually why I don't have kids is because all of these people are so incredibly special to me and Mm -hmm. had these family structures that I think there wasn't really enough time for me to do that. And I just, I wasn't offered like, you know, my life just looked different. So I thought if I'm, if I can't do it, like they're doing it, then I don't want to do it. And I feel very fulfilled just being part of their experience. Hmm. Um, Yeah. I realize more and more after, after the fact how, um, fortunate we all were to find each other and um, t- it takes a village kind of <laughs> yeah you've shared that sentiment a few times of just that non-traditional life that you want people to know that it doesn't have to look a certain way mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah you very much have embraced that been a part of people who have also seemed to really embrace and appreciate that yeah. as well that's really yeah. neat yeah. and a really cool perspective for sure thank you um, is there anything else you want people to know about you, your story, or your life? I don't think so. I mean, they can come up to the inn, and, <laughs> and I'll tell them more. <laughs> <laughs> Which you should definitely do. It's a beautiful place. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Well, Malia, I just want to say thank you so much for yeah. your time, for opening up and sharing about your life here, um, and just, again, for hosting us here at, at this place. It's been thank beautiful. You. Yeah, it's been really fun, for it's sure. It's been awesome to get to know you and, and just to share this time with you. I really appreciate that. Wonderful. So. 
Um, I can link it as well, but are you, where can people find you if they'd like to follow you or the inn on social media? Um, well, myself, my account is private. Okay. Um, but if, so they can't, yeah, if they fine. wanted <laughs> to follow, yeah, sure. it just, it sort of depends. And if I, if somebody <laughs> requests me, I check it out <laughs> and if their account's private and they can't, then I, unfortunately I decline. But the inn is Denali overlook in dot Telkitna on Instagram and Freya my dog's account is public she follows all kinds of dogs all over (laughs) the world Uh, and she I put up some pretty cute pictures of her hers is Freya f-r-e-i-j-a the wonder dog mm-hmm. on instagram so. i'll definitely link that stuff yeah so people can follow <laughs> along with that and it's good keep your life private it's yours yeah for sure well thank you again appreciate that so much awesome <laughs> thank you for tuning in to this world my view your reviews are what keep this show going so if you have a moment i would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review anything from I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.